Welcome back to the Big Finish Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jamie Schreiner. And I am the other one, Beckett Kenny. We're so happy to be back in the studio today. Um, Beckett, how, how have you been doing? It's been about a month, I think, since we Yeah, it has it been a while. I am good. I um, was laid off the last time we spoke. I have I remember. since found another job. God bless America. God bless America. So um, I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, I have another job, but I don't have another paycheck. So I'm very much running on fumes, trying to survive, like get any dollars and change I can get at the moment. <laughs> but um, I am surviving. Um, what else has happened? I got a job. I was gonna say, when do you do you get so do you get paid from this job soon? Is it the thing where you're the waiting on the first? Oh, okay, you're waiting on that times. first paycheck. Yeah, I'm waiting uh, on that first paycheck. Fuck, I hate. Being I in that know, situation. I know. It is the absolute worst. I was gonna say, um, I famously flip flopped with you. I just got laid off on June 9th. But, no, you got yeah. laid off. So basically, it's the, how'd it happen? So what? So what happened was it was kind of the slow burn. Mm. Um, the C. I'm not gonna say the name of the company, but the CEO famously um, has a drug problem. So uh, the company is going under. Oh. Um, famously, had my hours cut in November yes. from 30 to 10. Yes. So I'd gotten another part-time job to like offset losing, you know, two thirds of my income. Uh, and so I'd been working those two jobs simultaneously. And then I got the the information that at any moment they're gonna have to file for bankruptcy. So they were like, we'd rather like you know give you a final day rather than just like one day you stop getting paid. Oh, which I no. prefer, but it is like. I have friends who like still work there full time who are gonna have to just like keep working there <laughs> until because I guess it's like they owe like the courier service that was delivering the products I think like a hundred thousand dollars wow and the courier service is like we're not gonna deliver until you pay like fifty thousand of that and so it's a thing of like if if we or like if the, not we I don't work doing but like if if what were you doing there can I ask I that? was doing copywriting okay yes okay yes. I I. I remember I for a second I was like it wasn't the this thing it was, I was like okay um, yes I have a couple different copywriting things and I also like nanny are, are you for, getting unemployment so I no I make um, I think because I make some money oh. I can't file for unemployment even though it's like it not crazy. enough to live but I might call <laughs> and ask um, I might call and ask and see I will say I have like a couple interviews lined up so it's like just hoping I think I did like a skill test for one that was like um like an email marketing copywriting remote thing i just mm -hmm. I've, I've gotten so used to working remote now like yeah i have like two nanny gigs next week and i want to walk into traffic like i don't yeah yeah go it's back hard to, to go back to being in person from being remote yeah. i i went from hybrid to fully remote so that <sighs> was kind of, that I, that was a perk although yeah. it, it is is it a hard in terms of job? pay it's a lateral move uh oh. it's not really a hard job it's about the same it's, it's just like it's same, pretty yeah. much a, a very lateral move i would say Okay, very lateral, very yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just like I want to have another remote job because it's like I feel like when I work remote, I can like I can tour and travel more, and mm -hmm. I, I'm sure yeah. you've guessed it's something that I enjoy doing, even though really? touring isn't always the most lucrative right now. Sometimes yeah. it is, sometimes yeah. it isn't. It's yeah. a little hit or miss. Yeah, little, that is that is fair. That is fair. But um, no, yeah, I I I feel 
like it's gonna be okay. I'm kind of worried about my friends who are still at that job though, because it seems like the ship is is hitting the iceberg. Oh yeah, my yeah 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 <laughs> my my the the place I got laid off from my the ship hit the iceberg and now it's breaking in two. You know what I mean? It's the <sighs> yeah. point. The band's playing. The women and children are off. Now it's just just <laughs> just the guys on, just, <laughs> just like hunkering down, trying to. Um, ooh, that's. Uh, I'm glad you got. I mean, I, I know at the time when you were laid off, it was not good. But it seems like ultimately, it's it's very lateral. But like at least yeah. we we're not. Yeah, yeah, sinking. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm having a mid twenties crisis. I remember that time. So what's it feeling like? What's it's happening? feeling like okay. So this is insane. But I'm like. I'm get, turning 25. Watch me get emotional about this. I'm I'm turning 25, and I know this is so. I'm like I know that's the time where like you basically like your brain kind of stops changing basically you and develop, it stops yeah. evolving. I'm like I'm kind of like oh <laughs> this is gonna sound insane. I'm like I was hoping I'd be a little less mentally ill by this. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I wanted to be a little, I wanted my brain to freeze in a kind of better space. I feel like, I feel like my brain is not exactly where I want it to be, where it's like, where I can just feel like, all right, all right, pencils down. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I'm ready, quite pencils down yet. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, no. I just like, I don't know. That's, I don't know. No, I was going to say. And, I, and like, too, like, truly, like, I'm starting this new job and it, it does feel like a lateral move and I, I don't want to, you know, I, I like, I'm very grateful for this job, but like, I just like last year around this time, I was starting the job at the company that I now got laid off from. But at that time it was like, I was like, oh, you're going to make so much money and, and everyone's cool and young and sexy. And like, and <laughs> I, like, I was just like, also this is toxic, but the thinnest I'd ever been. I was, th I was yeah. the thinnest I'd ever been. I was felt the hottest. I felt so confident. I had just like gone out of a terrible job and I was starting a new job. And I just like felt so like young, sexy madman. I just felt like, you know, like I was at the mm -hmm. peak of the world at the top of the world. And right now I don't feel that way. I feel kind of like stuck and lost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which, you know, I, I, I was just like, I just am like, I also like, you know, I know everyone feels this way, but I'm like, I thought I'd be further along now. Yeah, <laughs> no, that. I mean, I, I feel bad because um, it's like I, I'm sitting here and I remember feeling how you felt. And I'm like about to be 31 in like two months. And I feel like now I'm just like vibing with my mental illness like I and, and yeah. vibing with my... I'm, I, I don't know how I'm gonna make money. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me yeah. get an iced coffee for seven dollars. Yeah. Like it's not like it. I, I guess it's just Absolutely. like. Let me spend my like. I probably have like. $17 in my bank account buying a $7 iced coffee. Yes. About every week I'm doing yes. that. And it's not, it's, I'm, basically what I'm saying is it's like, I know it's it's not good to be like, it's not looking great in terms of things feeling better anytime soon. <laughs> but like, there's a, there's a peace that comes eventually. Okay. Hopefully I hope so. sooner than five years I from hope now so, for yeah. you. Because I feel yeah, like, fingers crossed. Yeah. I like didn't, I didn't really feel at peace with it until probably 30. I felt kind of how you're feeling mm -hmm. for like five years. So I hope mm. you don't have to feel that way for five years. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> like, cool, good, cool. good. Thank you for it's that. It's also like too, like, I'm just now getting to the age, and this is also insane, <laughs> but like where it's like, I'm just now getting to the age, I'm about to turn to the age where it's like, you're not the youngest person to do this thing. Or you're not the youngest person in this room in comedy anymore. Or like, you're, you know what I mean? And... That's something that always made you feel good. You're like, I don't have these things, but I'm like, I'm so young. So it's, I still have so much time. And now you're like, 
oh, I'm still kind of at the same place I was, but I'm not really young anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, not that I'm not young, because I shouldn't, but like, I just, you're I. am not the youngest. That's I'm not the, the youngest, yeah. especially, I'm not the youngest I've been in, in these situations. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think that, I guess like the only insight I would offer is that it's like, there are people who like reach the highest success of their career when they're like 70 and i know that that's not helpful but that is a a thing of like it's such a cheesy saying of like it's never too late to make your dreams come like it's 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 annoying but it is true and i think it's also just like success for beckett kenny is going to be different than success for jamie trainer or success for beckett next time you know what i mean like it's it's gonna happen at different times for everybody and that's something also i honestly well, and this I'm tr- I'm currently 24, and I remember for like ever like I I like when I like didn't get something I w- I felt like I was behind or something I would go, Ali Wong didn't start comedy until she was 24, and that is actually one of the only numbers I use as a week. And then Ali became very successful in her 30s, and actually a lot of mm-hmm. um, comedians. Th- that's one of the great things about I think this job and like the, is like I think a lot of comedians end up uh, making it at like a later time than yeah. like, I mean, if you're, if you're not a pop star by 25, you're, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Like, I mean, <laughs> like you're not going to be a pop star, yeah, but like, it's... you know, um, with comedy, it's different sometimes. Yeah. You can be a little bit older. I mean, I would just say like, I guess like something that, that I would love to share with you in terms of that, that like really kind of put in perspective for me is like, I very recently was um, working with like working with and like having lunch with a couple of like, comedy heroes of mine and like one of them is somebody who I think is very much in the place that I would want to be in in probably like three to five years and she was talking about like oh I did it like I engaged with a troll on the internet today and I really wish I hadn't and I felt pretty bad about that and then was also talking about like going and doing these like big stages but like having to be on the showcase with these like you know straight white men and and feeling like she doesn't belong there even though she's like a regular there. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh fuck, it never goes away. Mm, you know? And then yeah. I also like was opening for somebody who, you know, like was top of the game in their country, now is here in America, like selling out every show they do. And he's sitting there on the couch and he goes, Jamie, is this show even good? And I'm like, <laughs> I wanna I wanna fucking walk into traffic. Mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. sitting here yeah, yeah. sixteen years into comedy, amazing. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, amazing, and mm-hmm. still going, Oh my god, is my show even good? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's I mean Yeah. It, I don't think it makes you feel better to hear that, but at the same time it's like at least you're not alone and at least like the people that we like, oh, I would love to be where they're at, they're probably still feeling how we're feeling right now. Yeah. I I mean com- comedy is famous for very secure people who yeah. who feel um so good about where they're at. <laughs> so, <laughs> So emotionally mature, well yeah, adjusted. yeah. People, people who are well adjusted, Confident. secure, okay with where they're at, and um, doing well. So that's yeah. good. Um, <laughs> and I was like, and then we also have the extra the sprinkle, sprinkle seasoning of being former theater kids, just yeah. adding to that, like. Even as we're str- struggling with how well adjusted and confident we are, of course, we're like the struggling show <laughs> must go on. You know, yes, like we yes, cannot yes. stop. We have to be perfect. Um, actually, actually, and if somebody else gets the role, it's not because they're better suited for it. It's because we suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That it is always that. Yes. It is. It is very that. What have, What have you been up to recently? What have I been up to? I guess to fit. Um, I uh, I was touring. It was very fun. Um, it was very humbling in a lot of ways in terms of like, you know, I like had an audition showcase I was supposed to do at Comedy Store 
and uh, like a huge out of towner came in mm-hmm. to do their show. Mm-hmm. And so me and like all these people who also have like late night, well not also have like all these people who like have bigger careers than me, have late night credits, we all got bumped off <laughs> the showcase. Like wow. it's like I came in early to perform at this place and it was like, JK, you're not, and so it's like, it's like, it's the business baby, you yeah. know, that was, um. I think, you know, like a good experience to have. I also had like, you know, really, really cool moments of like somebody that has like been following me on TikTok for the past two years coming and seeing my show in person, even though it was like kind of far away. Um, And like got to see family and friends. And yeah, just like it was nice to get to run my show in like all these different markets because I knew it was going to work in Chicago because Chicago is very open to like things being quirky and weird and theatery. Right, right, right. But to have it work other places too felt good and then also just like i've had some family stuff going on like my cousin's wedding was last weekend as well as my brother's open house how was that um it was fun i feel like i had my first like dramatic situation (laughs) with my younger brother because i found out that like one of his lifelong friends um like tries to make fun of him because i do comedy and like because of the content of my comedy and that really kind of like hurt my ego and my feelings Mm. i was like you're a family friend like you're supposed to be supportive and i kind of was like your shitty little misogynistic friend. I'm yeah. Like, the shit out of him. You yeah. Know, but I, um, I reeled it in and realized that that's a child. I can't beat up a 17 year old. Like oh. it's not something that I, I mean, it's something I want to do, but it's not something I can do. Uh, I can just hope that they grow up. But, um, yeah, that was like a very weird moment of like, Oh, I like, I can handle people hating on me when it's strangers on the internet that I don't know. But it's like, when it's somebody that's like my brother's friend, like that I've known since he was seven, that sucks. Like that doesn't, feel great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I i have a hard time handling uh negative feedback from anybody it's not, like you can be actually real obscure to me i i i don't have to know you that well for it to hit home pretty 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 deeply um i think it almost depends on like it like it depends on what the comment is like there was i'm forgetting now there was one where it said that it was like i was like an unfunny version of this like other famous British comedian. And I forget, like, I'd have to look back and find out who, but it was somebody that I was like, it was so hurtful because I was like, oh, like, I feel like if you like face shifted us and like probably added like 20 pounds to my face, I do look like this man. And I was like, that's such it's a, a mean. Oh, no. So th- your family friend said this? No, this was like a, I'm talking like an obscure comment on the internet. I'm saying oh. the only time. Oh, only those, if it's like. If it's so accurate and mean, I'm mm-hmm. like, God damn, like you really thought about that. Yeah. Like I really got in your head that you said, and we're like, what's going to fucking hurt? Oh, oh, alternatively, though, maybe it po- I don't know if this makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they didn't, Maybe it's like this is the one person that that would be at the top of their head for them. Like they, yes. they're a big fan of this British comedian. You know what I mean? Whoever but, that may be. <sighs> Queen Elizabeth. I don't know. You know, yeah. all the British comedians. But um, all of them. They're so huge. Um, you know, <laughs> Prince. Harry, is that him? <laughs> that is him. That is that him. Is him. He's a, do you remember that that uh, reality TV show, uh, I Want to Marry Harry? I don't. Was that a show? It was like a fake Prince Harry, and they like got a fake Prince Harry, and then they put a bunch of girls on an island, and like, <sighs> like, they didn't ever say it was Prince Harry to the girls, like technically, but they're like... It was like they made it look like this big like royal estate, and like got all these girls, and were like... Um, like... 
you're competing to date this guy and they're all like thinking they're gonna marry yeah. Prince. I don't know whatever ended up happening there, but yeah. I couldn't be good. No, I didn't <laughs> I didn't watch that. I didn't see that. I was gonna say really quickly, while we're on reality TV before we get into the Broadway gossip, uh, did you get to watch the Netflix Ultimatum queer love story? Have you seen that? No. <sighs> uh, my parents just canceled their Netflix subscription. Bitches. So I, I wanna give you mine I, so you I, can well, watch the But show. now they're like so tight about the password sharing and shit. It's like, I mean, they are, but I, I, all I was going to say is that there was, um, there's this show on Netflix, the ultimatum and the first season was straight people in Austin, Texas. So it was obviously a fucking house fire, but, um, it was basically <laughs> one person wants to get married in the couple the other one is like noncommittal. So one person gives the other an ultimatum of like at the end of this experience, we're either going to break up or get married. And so like the first three weeks you split up and you like have a trial marriage with somebody else on the yeah. show and then you go back to your original partner and you either come out of it like together broken up they did one that's all non-binary lesbian people oh and it is i was gonna so say much th they they really have a hard time making uh dating shows with all gay men because it it, it um I think it is challenging, honestly, to do a dating sh dating show with gay men because, like, because, like, you know, dating shows it works. It's like girls versus guys, and then it's like the girls. And, well, I I guess this this would be the same problem with like NB Les Lezo. I don't know. If <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a slur. I don't know. If I yeah, can say no. Lezo. I was like, I was and, trying to figure out how to word it because it's like, yeah, like not everybody is like. Like there's some femme presenting people, there's some more mask presenting people, there's people with they them pronouns, there's people with she her pronouns. The um, she theys. Yes, the she theys. Um, it's just, it, it is interesting to see how people like recouple up based mm -hmm, on like who mm -hmm. they were with before. But there's this one person there who like, Vanessa is very famous on the internet right now. Cause I think she's something, something's, I don't know if it's BPD. I don't know if she's just a sociopath, but she literally comes in. She's the one who was given the ultimatum. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, I'm just here to like, you know, just have this experience. Cause like, I'm not worried about like, even if I don't marry my partner Xander, they're not gonna leave me because I'm so hot. <gasps> and they're like li literally like everybody kind of like bullies her mm -hmm. because she's being a huge Insane, asshole yeah. but um it's it's just like i can't even describe like some of the things that happen have it's... you seen the the video from love is blind of the guy with the eye drops <laughs> yes oh yes. that's insane yes. i bet everyone's seen that but um <laughs> I, I do you ever watch love island i love love island okay I, what yes. i love i i don't watch love island that much i'll like turn on every now and then yeah. but what i kind of love about love island is um there seem to be no rules except no. like whatever is gonna fuck these people up the most <laughs> in that moment is the new rule it's yeah. like it, they will change the rules like change anything like drop of a hat to make the best tv which is kind of which i guess in a way drag race does that too but yeah. i um yeah, it, it is. It is very interesting. My friend Riley Aldridge, she will listen to these Spotify playlists of like all of like the Love Island music, and also they can get some good ass music in Love Island. I wonder if it's yeah. British copyright laws are different because they yeah. have like they have better background music for everything, like yeah. like Ariana Grande songs. The back, I'm like, how do they afford this? Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah. Also, one more. Well, I have to ask one more. Have you seen the Idol at all, or heard about this? I the no, Idol what thing. What is this? The Weekend Show. No. The Weekend. Yeah, the Weekend. The rap. But no, what is this? It, it is. It's Lily Rose Depp, jo Johnny Depp's. It's the guy from Euphoria. Okay. And the Weekend and Lily Rose Depp and Lily okay. Rose Depp is like this, 
like pop star who's kind of supposed to be like Britney Spears and like yes it, it's controversial because there was a different director like attached to the show and then that director got fired because allegedly the weekend said there was too much of a female perspective and then it got turned into like this completely different show that Sam Levinson from Euphoria took over that was like a lot more that now has become I mean what people have described as like basically like a rape fantasy and 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 you like watch I watched the first episode because I was so curious um and it's insane because it's very bad. I mean, it's very, like it's not only bad because it's problematic. Yeah, which it is problematic. Like it is like there's like an intimacy coordinator in there, and then like the intimacy coordinator is like the bad guy. I which hate that. do you know? You know what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I um, like because like he he's like, well, she has a nudity writer. She's and then she's like, what? You know, and then um. But it's bad, and it's like the like the whole first episode. Like she has like a, a like a she has like this like bracelet from like a hospital that she like got admitted to because of her mental health, and like they're like that's sexy, and then they like they like, <laughs> and then like she, like a video a picture of her like with cum leaked on her face like on her face leaks, and it, it all these cra this crazy happens, and then she goes to the club and meets the weekend, and then like he like puts his robe over her face and like 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 she can't breathe and then all of this insane shit happens and yet it is so boring it's kind of insane <laughs> it's kind of insane like how much insane controversial like shit Graphic can happen stuff. and you can still be bored to absolute tears yeah, like and the weekend should not be on tv screens i mean there's a reason he covered his face for the football the weekend is moving <laughs> thursday the weekend is wednesday the weekend is not it's bad. It's real it's bad. Like Tuesday, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a diary after a Tuesday coffee day. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's like, for me, I was immediately like, I'm out as soon as you were like, the director was fired because it was too much female perspective. I was yes. like, oh, I know this is going to be bad now. If we're, if, yeah. we're, if we're dialing back, it's like, oh, too God. much female perspective. Oh. What the fuck does that even mean? And like, the show's supposed to be about her and. God, they should not have made the show about the weekend. He is not enough. I mean, I, once it actually in the weekend's defense, just this one more is like, the weekend has good music. Like, it, like he's a pretty good musician. He should not be on TV. Yeah, it's like I think everybody wants to be a multi hyphenate because it's like hip right now. But it's like well, not only that, but that's not. And that's you okay. have to think. Back when, like, Madonna and Michael Jackson, and um, you know, they were like doing it. Like, you could make. Millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars off of record sales. Yeah. And nowadays on Spotify, you can't make that much money. I mean, the biggest hits today probably from Spotify earn, like, the artists, like, a million dollars. I mean, you know what I mean? I, like With streaming services, I don't imagine you're making much money either. Like, residuals no. are a thing of the past. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, I think it's probably, like, out of necessity because you're only getting that first initial paycheck from every single thing i mean honestly the thing that probably as a musician would make you the most money is going on tour and doing live right shows. right now, well and it's so interesting because for years it was you went on tour to promote album sales and now it's more the album is almost an advertisement for, for like your tour. tours and merch you know yeah. um it's crazy the whole i mean and i, I feel like it's like does he just not want to do live shows <laughs> like why why, well, why do a tv show that's um, bad uh, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know why I do a TV show that's bad. But it's a ton of musicians too, like Troy Sivan's in it. Um, 
Jenny from Blackpink is in it randomly. Is it supposed to be like a real look at the music industry? Like yeah. What? Oh my God. <laughs> and we have too much and, of a female perspective. Shut the fuck up. I'm like, It oh, is supposed to be God. a real look in the music industry, which is so <sighs> funny because it just doesn't feel that way. Um, the people just don't feel real. The people feel really fake. And also like... The people in the music industry feel really fake. Believe it or not, believe <laughs> it or not. Crazy. And and also sorry to Lily Rose Depp, but she also can't act. It's a thing. I mean, and that's a thing that's hard too. Cause it's like, just just because you're a nepotism baby doesn't always mean that you have the skill set of of your parent. Yeah, not always no. the case. Unfortunately, no, not always. The case. We can't all be Liza. We can't you know? all be Liza. That would be pretty. Some of cool us are Lorna. Could... Just kidding. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Lorna. Sorry, Lorna. Sorry. Lorna's you, Lorna. very talented. Actually, Lorna, she has you. a great yes. singing um, voice. She was in Greece too, but <laughs> <laughs> she was in Greece too. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> okay, I think we we um had had planned today to that we were gonna spew some spill some Reddit threaded Broadway tea. The Broadway hot gas. Um, okay. I think that we could start with, I mean, one of my favorite tales is all the time is the, the Sutton Foster Christian Borel. Okay, yes. The Sutton. Out of 2000, I think it was, I want to say it was like, two, it was while I was in college for sure. I remember. Legally okay. Bond came yes. out so, at that time. Yeah. This is something that I did not realize until very recently and it really blows my mind also because I, I think i've realized that i don't really think of people who are on broadway as having sex <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly honestly <laughs> honestly you're not wrong even the hot ones i'm like okay but it, you're you're barbie doll crotching yeah. it right <laughs> like they're like like i mean like in the 70s like the people in hair the musical definitely they were, were fucking, fucking. they're fucking but yeah. like like you know and the people in guys and dolls like they seemed like you know but they they were fucking too but like but like the people i don't know that the people in hamilton fuck i just <laughs> don't know that and you can't tell me for one second that the people in dear evan hansen know what a pussy is yep, you know what no. i mean but <laughs> No, I'm but, sorry. That's they don't. But so, Christian Borle, who was the star of Legally Bond the musical, was currently dating Sutton Foster, who is they were, like they're married. I think they, they were, were married. They were, they were fully, fully betrothed. Fully betrothed. Past betrothal. This is Wed. insane. Okay, so Wed. they were married, and then Christian Borle is in Legally Blonde with Laura Bell Bundy, and apparently they have an affair. Affair. Which. I mean, when I listened to the song, Take It Like a Man, I could see how they fell in love, you know? <laughs> no, I, well, I, have you ever fallen in love with a co-star? Yes, I would say that um, that has happened to Was me. it messy? Um, I think it was m messy in that um, they, they didn't love me back. Because that's famously my, <laughs> my, my... Uh, oh, no, clean up and aisle me because I... <laughs> Um, I think I, I think I have some things I need to organize then. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. um, I'm in a very happy relationship right now. But um, have you ever had an affair? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I no, said no, that's no. my blank. No, yeah, no, no. I, I'm not mad at that. I mean, that's I, that's my red flag. That's my darkness. Um, yes. I well, think... you're in a non-monogamous relationship yes. right now, and that's obviously something that I think is right for you. Mm -hmm. And um, and people be cheating. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but it's like, I yeah, I think famously, uh, people be cheating. People be cheating for different reasons. Um, 
I think that it's like it's I, I can imagine it's very difficult to be in a situation where you are acting out being in love with someone Absolutely. on stage or in film and not develop those feelings for that person. I mean, famously, you know, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, no yes, longer together. Yes. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, like, fame, you know, it, it has happened yeah. beyond Broadway. It, I mean, it happens at fucking offices with bosses yes. and secretary. You know what I mean? Like, it's, Well, you know, and what's so interesting, too, is this is... This is this is this is something that's been interesting to me like in the like like post me too movement is like I feel like for so long I feel like so many people the way that you like a lot of people met was through the office and I think there's a lot of complications that like yeah, <laughs> that go there and it's it, and and um I think that, that that that's a very messy like that and now that's there's been a huge backlash to that and um and I don't I don't think it's bad well I I don't think it's good but I don't think it's necessarily evil always to date a coworker or somebody who works with yeah. you and I think that obviously there's a lot of reasons what I mean all of our most of our relationships are as humans are born out of convenience of like yes. Like your friends are who you've met. You're like, yeah. you know, it's like who you met and who you have access to are the people you have relationships with. I think it ultimately like comes down to power dynamics. Mm -hmm. Like I think it does. Like it's boss like a superior, and yeah. or like teacher and student. Like those are ones where it's yeah, like that's very bad. <laughs> like I mean, I I'm I'm not trying to come for anybody's necks, but like somebody who I was classmates with, I think like just married one of our college professors. Really? Like they met while. One was a professor and one was a student, and it's like there, that's where I'm there like, are like four relationships I know that like slid in right under like the the closing garage door of me too. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> they're like you, we we all have a few relations or mine where it's like okay the power dynamics are not there, and if that happened like a year later, people would have stopped. Yeah, people would have been like, <laughs> "What is going because on?" Because I, I I can think of like some people who it might like because mm -hmm. the reckoning kind of happened like my freshman year of of college For sure. and yeah. um like was was happening around that time and i made it sound so scary and southern there the reckoning the, the reckoning. okay <laughs> biblical as fuck but um the, the reckoning was happening around there and um i remember and and like i was going to college and i was like some of the people were dating like our speech coaches who were significantly yeah. older and you know i'm like you know so, some of those couples yeah I mean, it's like with the with the Laura Bell Bundy and the Christian Borle situation, like I think it's interesting because it's like you get it because they're co-stars, but it's like with any like a fa cheating situation, it's like them like having a spark and a flame during that thing. It sucks that that had to like destroy a, a marriage. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's like, I don't think that Christian was like, I'm doing this to hurt something. Like, no, nah, he was being impulsive and not being thoughtful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that like, the reality of like the the world now with social media and people can like learn this information so fast and like i think of also like the the try guys situation like if that would have happened in like the 1950s nobody would be like live youtubing about it and talking about it and like can't you know what i mean like right i think that some of these things like people should be allowed to learn and grow from that experience and like be forgiven like maybe not by, like maybe that relationship ends and mm -hmm. those people break up but like they should be able to deal with those matters individually and like heal and forgive themselves and move on because i think it's like unfortunately like it's a lot more common than when we we would like to believe in terms of i think that we make it very like 
if somebody cheated, we fucking cancel them. They're a well, piece of shit. You know, and it's like, that, I think context is everything, I guess. That That is, that is, um, you, you know, like, I, I've had people in my life who are like, who are like, they'll describe like a toxic relationship they're in. They're like, they're like, they're like, um, they, they, every day told me I was like fat and ugly and they were oh. mean and they were verbally abusive and they, and even like a few times maybe things got physical and blah, 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 blah. And then they like would leave for seven days and then come back with like bleach blonde hair. You know what I mean? And then they'd be like, and then they'd be like, and worst of all, they cheated on me. And I'm like, worst of all, I'm yeah, like, that's... I'm like, I'm like, uh, maybe they were trying to save you there because, because I'm like, I, I do think that, and you know, it's interesting because my mom always was of the perspective mm-hmm. that, um, cheating isn't that big of a deal. <laughs> and that's something she always told me, which I don't know what that meant for my parents' dynamics, but she was always like, she was like, you know, if, if like your dad like cheated on me, like, I feel like we would, we would work through it. Which, yeah, I think I guess basically like the point that I'm trying to make with it is it's like I think it's it's really unfair to go on like if you have a public platform or like I know a lot of times I'll listen to like podcasts or things where they're like if he like once a cheater always cheater da 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 like imagine being somebody who like you're trying to like move forward and heal and work through that and you hear that messaging and it's like. That's got like I think basically my point I'm trying to make is like I think everybody is like an individual case by case basis and like whatever you decide to do like I think that you should feel confident and supported and like if it doesn't end up being the right choice it's not the right choice but like I also always reference like Jay Z and Beyonce or like Cardi B and Offset like I don't know if those are the best example but those are two situations where somebody cheated and they're still together and maybe they won't always be together but right now they've found a way to well okay. move forward I mean Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton will always be together at this point yeah and and you know it's also like marriages are complicated things and and love and marriages and relationships mean different things to different people because exactly. it's like you know I, I think all three of those th- those relationships that we just brought up Cardi B Offset Beyonce Jay-Z and Hillary Clinton Bill Clinton are also they're deeply tied to their careers and yeah, like as a partnership and like the money and like and so I think that that it complicates it with the Try Guys uh, for a long time I was like why the fuck would anyone care about this and then I, I think that more had to do with the fact that she was an employee technically oh yeah she was an employee he was a boss and I think also with the Try Guys it was like he was so vocally like a, a wife guy. guy and that's where it's like ugh, like you you're see, hiding something and and the maroon five guy does that too like he's the, super the, yeah, wife yeah, guy yeah. and it's like ugh, like i think um but yeah i guess my point i'm trying to make is it's like i think it's unfair to make things so black and white when it's like no relationship between two people is the same no i I, I i think that um once again like not to downplay it but like Cheating is something that that does happen all the time, and I, I think I think it's complicated too because I think for like a lot of like cis straight people who like are like only in monogamous relationships, I feel like sometimes I th- I think that when straight people are in a relationship that isn't working, I feel like they feel like cheating is sometimes the only way out. If that makes yeah, sense, yeah. Like it's easier, like oh, if I hurt you in the worst way possible, like and that's you break a, it off, right? That's a breakup or that's an escape, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm starting. I'm watching that new show, yeah, the Love and Death HBO thing. I don't know if you've seen. I've not seen. That anyway, I, I'm not far enough into it to happen, but but you know, my friend was really mad at John Mulaney for cheating, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I mean, I guess you can, you're entitled to be how feel however you want, but they're like. He, they're like John Mulaney's like a piece of shit like blah 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 like could you imagine like if you you know 
if like you like break up with your wife and say you don't want a baby and then immediately like cheat on her with a model and then get a baby or something i'm like well you don't know any of the situation yeah, yeah. like because and i you know i'm i i don't know yeah and i think it's a thing where it's like as as painful and as fucked up as it can be like maybe he didn't want a baby with that person well and which also is like, another another that's painful and another that's fucked, possibility like, which i i think is very possible is that he did want a baby but she didn't want a baby he wanted to be with her and then as things evolve he realized that that's not actually what he wanted and that he was doing yeah. that because he wanted to be with her and then that you know relationship changed also obviously the the addict thing is, you know, another part of it. But she's like, she's like, I just can't do addicts. I'm like, you can't do addicts. Like, that's such a. That's kind of I a, can't do people with cancer. I, I know it's, it's like disease. it's like it's it's a sickness. It's a disease, and it's, it's and that, that was like too. I watched John Mulaney's recent special with um with a friend, which it is funny because he's kind of like, I'm gonna address everything that you guys have to ask about me, except for the <laughs> cheating and anything that makes me look bad. <laughs> it's like, just just the things you really want to know, like my rehab experience. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm happy for you, John, but uh, but but I don't know if this we is the juicy, the juicy shit <laughs> we need. I but I, I actually thought it was a great special. It was a little yeah. less tight, like joke, 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 jokey joke that like, you know, he's such a brilliant writer and performer that like, you expect maybe a little tighter, but I thought it was a great like show and maybe a little more storytelling and a little more. But like I was I mean, watching I it loved with it for that reason. I loved the storytelling of it, and I I, I thought it was a great yeah. special, and um, I actually thought it had great jokes too. But um, I was watching it with somebody, and they're like, Ugh, "He was a really funny crackhead, but he's not funny anymore." And I'm like, oh, that really hurts me, kind of to hear that because yeah. I don't think that's true of the situation. And and um, it's like incredibly dismissive. I, I think it's up. dismissive, and I think it really makes things worse I, I i think that those ideas make things worse i think they're dangerous harmful ideas and this is something that i've recently <laughs> been, been on recently it's like i don't respect all people's beliefs there are a lot of beliefs i i mm -hmm. don't respect at all i think they're shit and disgusting yeah but and i'm i'm not saying that those people are shit and disgusting. but like i'm like i'm like i think that that belief is harmful and like the idea that like i can't do addicts it's like I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I, you're entitled to whatever like you want in your life that is harming mm -hmm. you, and like don't put yourself in any harm's way. But like, I can't do addicts is different from that. That's like yeah, that's, that's not about what's happening to you. It's about the people. It's about their identity. And there are a lot of people who have a sickness that you know. And that's the thing about addiction too. Is um, I mean, th there are so many people that I think through comedy you you see who struggle with addiction all the time, mm -hmm. and it's like you don't no at all yeah, or like just... you know like you you don't know it's getting that bad and it and it can be completely quiet down control and not affect you in any way and yeah. but it's destroying this person's life so um and yeah, yeah anyway i think it's like i mean yeah we we see that a lot and i i guess i guess basically like my thing is it's like i wish that we as a society could have a little bit more restorative justice than immediately just writing people off. Like I think there are certain crimes and there are certain offenses that it's like, that's unforgivable, but like relationship drama and like struggling with addiction mm -hmm. and like certain things like that. I'm like, can't we just give people an opportunity to grow and change? Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. really all I'm getting at. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, it, there are some things where it's like if you did that like that's beyond fucked and like you're probably a you know a, a danger to yourself and others but like there there's tons of examples of people who 
cheated and never cheated again or who mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. addicts and are now sober for like 20 mm-hmm, 30 mm-hmm. years and i think that you know I, it's more just like to me the basic like treat people how you would want to be treated like would you want to be completely written off right because right. you made a mistake no you would want people to give you another yeah, chance yeah. i mean like murder is different you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah 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 if you like if you kill murder someone, murder is an immediate forgive immediately like murder like you know um there are a lot of things that that aren't forgivable and aren't aren't and and that you shouldn't uh have to put up with mm-hmm. but uh, the thing is it's like it's things it's not people i, I mean yes. there 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 are things in addiction that you should not have to put up with and if you have to distance yourself from that situation that person in that absolutely. because of that absolutely you should yeah. do that but to say you don't deal with addicts there are a lot of you know what i mean that's yeah. different i also i recently told danny ling this i was walking with them and i'm like i'm like you know some of the <laughs> wait no this is <laughs> i was gonna say i was like i was like i feel like i've i've seen the so often like in the chicago comedy scene there are like great comedians who either you know they go on to do something else or they stop comedy because of like maybe either addiction or they fall in love. Yeah, I mean it's like I've seen a lot. Of, <laughs> I feel like I've seen a lot of comedians who like who fall in love and then they're like, oh, I actually don't need this validation anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a uh, it's yeah, that's that's a fair point. I I've seen that too, and I feel like it's like it makes me think of like May Martin's show, Feel Good. Of mm-hmm. like, is that a different addiction? That I, th- I definitely think that, yeah. that I think that comedy like, and the way that pe- I, I, I've said this before is like killing on stage is like the greatest high. It's it's such an adrenaline rush and such like a feeling of power yeah. and just like comfort, um, you know, and so and, and like being in love with somebody and being with somebody who like you care about is so, you know, um, as well. I have a question for you about cheating too, really <laughs> Excuse quick. Me, sorry. Uh, going yes. a million miles an hour as per usual. Um, if you now you are in a non-monogamous relationship, so that yes, this yes. is a little different. But like, let's say you're in a monogamous relationship, you're married to somebody, and your best friend catches the person you're with cheating. Would you want to know? Because I kind of feel like controversially, I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> I I'm like lol. I think controversially i think i probably would want to know but i would not want my friend to be the one to tell me like i feel like i would want my friend to be like you need to tell her or she never finds out you know what i mean because like if my friend but then what if that person refuses to tell like what if the husband refuses to tell you because like obviously that'd be the ideal situation is that the friend doesn't do it but i mean i feel like it's like i definitely i guess like because my my in my experience like with me having, you know, made my mistakes in the past and having cheated previously and honestly in a couple of situations when I was probably like from 18 to 22 mm-hmm. is my time where I, I think that I had a thing where I would self-sabotage. I would look at a, a really healthy, happy, good relationship I was mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. and I would go, oh, I don't deserve this. Mm. Let's test. You know, And that's right, fucked right. up. And I've like, you know, talked about it in therapy for the past six years, but it was kind of like my, this thing in my brain would go, let's see how solid this is. Mm-hmm, and that's, mm-hmm. you, you can't, you know what I mean? Like it's literally inevitable if you, nine times out of 10, if you do that, probably more than nine times out of 10, I would say six out of, you know, if you do that, um, the person's gonna break up with you because you cheated on them. So it's like, I, 
you know, would do that as like, a, let's see if you really deserve this person. And it's like, if I could have just believed that I deserve this person, because mm-hmm. the thing is, it's like, it never had anything to do. Like, I was never intentionally trying to hurt them. Mm-hmm. I was trying to harm myself. I right, was like, right, this right. feels stable. This feels good. I don't deserve this. Right. Let's fuck it up. And so I guess my point would be, I don't really think it's the act of like being sexually intimate with somebody else that's hurtful. It's the lie. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, I want to hear it from you. I don't want to hear it from my friend. Mm. If I'm hearing it from my friend, I'd rather not know. It's the same as like, if my friend was like, oh, so-and-so was talking shit about you. I don't need to know somebody was talking shit about me. And you just stand up for me while I'm there. Like, you stand up for me and never tell me about it. You see, this is where I think the philosophy on cheating comes from with me is like, I, I'm the same. And I might have talked about this in the podcast before. Yeah. Um, you know, since I've talked about this before on the podcast, let's talk about something new, like J-Lo, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, have never no, uh, mentioned her, ever. No, um, I, I, um, like, I, I feel like, once again, and it, it's hard because... You know, cheating is like cheating is also, I would say, on the spectrum. It's like, are you fucking any random person you see on the street and then maybe putting me in harm because like no. you're not maybe being safe? Yes. And then that, you know, are That's you different. are you yeah. cheating on me with my best friend? And now it's like a double like, <laughs> you know, there are so many different situations. But also, like, it's interesting that you would say you want your partner to tell you because I would say, too, I think that if I was in a really good relationship with somebody and I loved them and um they cheated on me like let's say they cheated on me once and um like we've been together for a while and things are still going good and they don't want to break up with me and they and i don't know that i would necessarily want them to tell me yeah i mean and i think that that's that's your prerogative like i yeah. guess the, the point i'm trying to get out with a lot of this stuff is it's like it was sudden foster prerogative to, I think that we had discussed she cheats back. No, okay, we and didn't discuss she, this actually. But yeah, so, so she cheats back and then they break up. That's her prerogative. Yeah. That's what, that was what she wanted in that situation. That's what yeah. made her feel good. And val- And I think that's great. I think if, if, if you would rather not know and continue to, like, that's your thing. And I think that it's just like, I think that when we set these standards, they cause people harm because it's like, if, if you're going through life and that happens and you decide you want to stay with that person, you want to forgive them, you want to grow together, and everyone around you is saying, went to cheat around me, it's like, that sucks for that person who's Mm -hmm. already dealing with the pain of like trying to trust this person again and Mm -hmm, they've made that decision mm -hmm, to themselves mm -hmm. and everyone, like, I guess what I'm trying to say to you is like, if you've decided that you want to love somebody unconditionally and forgive them and grow together, you're not dumb and you're not weak. And it's like, if they continue to behave badly, at that point you do need to make a choice to move on, but like, you shouldn't feel bad for making the decision that's right for you. Well, and truthfully, like cheating is, I mean, in a way, it's kind of like a, a thing we've like put morals on that aren't just totally there on their own. Because mm-hmm. at least the way I the way I look about morality is it's like, does it harm somebody? And I mean, the thing about cheating is it's like, in theory, like, I mean, what's part what's part of conflict is like the safety of it. It's like it's potentially you could be exposing somebody to like an STI or like, and it's emotionally harmful because you you lied to them. Like that's what's emotionally harmful mm-hmm. about it. But it's um, it's part of why I think like, I mean, and, and I've told you for the past two years, I haven't really been dating anybody else. But it's like I believe in non monogamy because I believe like it's about communication. The mm-hmm, thing that's mm-hmm. hurtful is not the action itself, it's the lying about the action. What is your guys' system for like um, hooking up with other people? Is it I have to tell them? Is it I can talk about it, but it's not like I need to tell them? Or is yeah. it we do our own thing, but like we kind of leave that out and then- We kind of we talk about everything in terms of like, it's like, 
hey, I'm going to go on a date with this person on this day. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. And then it'll be like, how did the date go? And like, I think that it's like we share as much or as, or as little as we want in mm-hmm. terms of that. But it's like, definitely like it's not like asking permission but it's like we'll we'll share like oh i met this person they seem really cool i'm going to go a date on a date with this person mm-hmm. um and then it's like oh like this like we'll openly talk about like i know like if things are going weird or like if things were really good like we we openly discuss that because i think it's like again i think the thing that's that is damaging about cheating is the dishonesty mm-hmm. so for me it's like i'd rather just like you know be able to ask questions know what's going on and it's like if, if my partner has like has a loving beautiful relationship with this person and this person's adding value to his life and making him happy that doesn't take away from what we have right right if anything that's adding value yeah. to his life which yeah. is then making our life together stronger so i think it's like totally yeah that's that's kind of like my opinion on it and i think it's just for me right now i uh i'm not really open to dating anybody because i have so much going on and yeah. i also just i think i have trust issues after the last person that i dated mm-hmm, outside mm-hmm. of my serious relationship so it's like i'm kind of scared to let anybody new in because i just don't necessarily know that people always have the best motives mm-hmm, at this point mm-hmm. in time um but yeah i hope that that answered the question i feel like i hit on a few different points of that um and no, i feel not like at all. <laughs> I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think if, if there's anything but i know we need to do the song soon so i'm just trying i know to we, we ended we up just going on cheating really more than the sutton Fo- so yeah so sutton foster okay what do you think about retaliatory cheating though i know you said that like if that's her prerogative but at the same time i'm I, like i don't know about that as a system completely like um i here's my thing it's like i i think it's I think a thing of like it's like, is it petty? Yes. Is it wrong? I don't think so. It's like, how, I mean, I, I think it's very common. I mean, in my opinion, I feel like rather than cheat back, just like I would do like a classic 90s hit, hit em up style. Take the credit cards, go buy a bunch <laughs> of shit. Like that's, I mean, I, I think it's like. If your man want to get you can Yeah, exactly. Go back and get him up style. You know, I, I'm just saying it's like, I, it, it's a difficult thing because it's like, I know like it's back to what I said of like every situation is unique to that couple. Like I can't judge what anybody does in that moment. Cause it's like, I don't know what I would do if Christian Boyle cheated on me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I was Sutton Foster and Christian Boyle cheated me with Laura Bell Bundy, like, yeah. I don't know what I would feel. I don't know what I would do. I do wonder too, what are the things that Sutton Foster said about Laura Bell Bundy after that? You know, she brought up the fact that Sutton has a Tony. <laughs> You know, you're like, you're going to cheat on me with somebody without a Tony. Yeah. <laughs> with a Tony-less, a no. <laughs> Tony-less girl. That's, um, I mean, no. yeah, I feel like she, I don't, like, it makes, I, I, has Laura done a ton of shows since? I feel like she pivoted to doing country music after that she, situation. She, did pivot like, to do, she didn't, she didn't really do a lot of, in fact, I don't know if she did any Broadway after Legally Blonde. And which I, I think is like, probably because it's like, I, I think if anything, it shows the fact that it's like. It's I still would, a male-dominated, like, well, Christian can keep doing fucking, Christian so Borle's done too. so many yeah, shows. Because Christian Borle is so much tighter in that scene. and and But but also, like, that's the hard thing is we don't really know, even with the, the dynamics, retaliatory yeah. thing, like, like, this could have been a situation, I'm not saying this is what it is, but it could have been a situation where it's like, okay, I cheated on you, you can you can fuck that, that guy at young, in Young Frankenstein. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but also like we don't know like the situation of like Laura Bell Bunny could have a ton of opportunities to come back to Broadway, and I'm sure she 
could come back to Broadway. But like, yeah, we don't know. That's why I'm saying. I, I mean, the the pivot thing. I like was saying in terms of like, I can't imagine like falling in love with your co-star who's married and like, which I don't think maybe she was also married. I don't remember, but it's like maybe it was just mm. painful and she just was like, I want to step away for a second. But again, it's like I'm just speculating. I have I have absolutely no well, idea. Well, and that just happened in Hades Town too, which is another thing on the Reddit thread. I mean, we have yeah. lots more Broadway we have drama. Lots to go. Of well, this season could be Broadway. Drama. <laughs> yeah, this season. I mean, we, I could, say, we could do we could do the theme of each Broadway drama and I expose will. it. The first one's cheating. We could do. I will say my toxic trait is the Hades Town one. I kind of get it. The whole, the <laughs> well, whole that's musical. The whole musical is he fucking walks to hell to save her from Hades. How do you not fall in love doing that, that show? That's How do you fair, not? but I think the reason you get it more with that situation is because they weren't cheating on people who are also famous or Broadway stars. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, if, if, if the, the two dude. stars of like the Broadway show were cheating on other Broadway stars, maybe we'd be like, because like, because part up. of the reason if Christian Borle's wife wasn't Sutton Foster, one, we probably wouldn't know about this now. You know what I mean? Like, mm, yeah. I, I, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Not saying, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I, I think that you're calling me out for not caring about Ava's husband because he's not famous. And I think that that's probably a good thing that you're calling me out for that because that might be. <laughs> so, so Climber Jamie's <laughs> back. Jamie, <laughs> yes. Jamie Climber. Jamie Climber Biddle. <laughs> Jamie Climber Biddle. <laughs> Classic. Doesn't care about anyone who's not famous. Doesn't matter how many friends you lose or people you leave dead and bloody. I my toxic trait. <laughs> I keep talking about Zoolander on this show. I keep quoting Zoolander. This this is my toxic keep. trait is I don't actually know that you're quoting Zoolander. I, <laughs> I've seen Zoolander once and I actually <laughs> had a great time watching that movie. It is funny. I still think about and do you know Alexander Skarsgård's Skarsgård's in that scene? He's in that movie. The scene where like they're all like playing with gasoline. <laughs> <gasps> I didn't know that. Was He's one of the models who's like getting like blown up. I um, don't know. I didn't know. I have to go back and rewatch. I didn't know that was him. But I do think we got we got to do the song we now. Do the song. In terms of Becca's, Becca's got to go. Becca's got to go. Not me, Becca. Becca. A, a, a it's so confusing. <laughs> accompanist Becca is gonna hit the keys, and we're gonna. I'm gonna figure out what we're talking about. Okay. It's famous people Because then you know everyone That's getting cheated on But if it's just two normal people It is totally okay So if you're an accountant Cheat on your wife yeah. If you work at 7-Eleven Cheat on your husband yeah. Don't worry about it There aren't any tabloids Following you around So just bounce on whatever dick you see do on even if you gotta pee just hold it in and hold up your hearts to listen and cheat on your spouses cheating is bad if it's famous people 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 but if you're normal people and you cheat you're probably gonna be the 
source of some really juicy small town gossip. Mm-hmm. Some really juicy small town gossip about Randy and Irene. <gasps> Randy and Irene, They've have been... you seen? They were together at the hockey game in Norport Lean. Oh, I, shit. I know. I think there's something going on there, which is interesting because they actually used to have a fling in high school but could you imagine randy cheating on barbara because barbara's just the fucking best barbara's so great and irene is just like she's kind of a pick me but cheating's bad if it's famous people cheating is bad if it's famous people cheating is bad if it's famous people oh no irene from hades town that's right that's right oh no irene just got a book deal now the cheating's bad because irene got a book deal and she's kind of famous especially for this town so i guess it's bad it came all the way around now cheating is bad because irene is famous she's famous cheating is bad because irene is famous nobody's gonna buy her book her book's about self-help and what does she know about that if she's fucking randy irene we're really disappointed in you. Come on, Irene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a right. uh, that was a fun one. I loved that. Come um, on, Irene. <laughs> come on. I can't believe we didn't take the opportunity to talk about the Vanderpump's Rules drama. Oh, with all this wow. cheating talk. Not not, not Scandaval. Oh, um, maybe next time. But maybe um, next time on on the big finish. Maybe next time. We'll Until be lucky. then, thank yeah. you to the Lincoln Lodge. Mama, thank you to and Christine. And our lovey Christine on the producer trap. <laughs> I can't think. Christine on pressing the buttons and Becca pressing the piano buttons. We will see you guys next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This is the big finish at Lincoln Lodge. We're about to get it on the show. So come on, everybody, and get the show on the road. Let's get it on the road.